everyone. Welcome back to Pop Culture Prisoner. I'm your host, Dipti, and I'm here with Layla in Oakland. Hi, Layla. Hi, hi, hi. So I think we are, we are like four nights away from the final day everyone can vote for this election. And we're also recording this on the evening of my father's 80th birthday. Happy birthday to my dad. Happy birthday. Thank you from him. Um, (laughs) And I just wanted to check in and see like how you're doing with this nonsense. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I have to be really honest and say I'm still slushing around some of the proposition. I mean, I'm in California, so there's a bunch oh, of propositions yeah. to also yeah. vote on. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, like, a bunch of props that are, like, just so shittily worded. And mm. it, like, makes me angry that they're so shittily worded, you know? The presidential, I mean, the presidential election stresses me out because I don't know the outcome. But, like, I don't have to think about it, right? It's like, okay, I definitely know who yeah. I'm going to vote yeah. for. <laughs> yeah. Not the racist, right? It's like, that seems like a pretty easy choice. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, everything else, like, like you know, local mm-hmm. uh, district stuff and propositions are, like, the things that I'm, like, You have to okay. put a lot of thought into it, yeah. Yeah, and there's and there's just, like, so many of them. And you're just, like, ugh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Wow, I forget that California is very complicated for voting. So yeah, good luck. yeah, 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 exactly. And I mean, there's like voter guides and all that other yeah. stuff. So you know, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not stressed up. I'm not stressed out about voting for presidential because that's a very easy choice. It's some of the other <laughs> yeah. ones where I'm like. I really have to think about it. Like, is this really good for social justice reform? Or yeah. is it just worded that way? And so it seems like yeah. it's social justice, but it's not really because mm-hmm. it's like tricky. Yeah. Um, so let's just get into it. Uh, yeah. So Giselle is shopping for rings with Juan. And I mean, I just think like, I know that I think it's Robin who owes the $90,000 in taxes, like Robin in her name, and not Juan per se, but I'm just like, maybe like, I mean, get her a ring, but maybe let's not like go shopping for Robin's expensive second wedding ring when she like owes the government like almost a hundred grand, you know? It was just kind of like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't, I mean, this is the kind of the part of Housewives that I will never comprehend, right? Because like, on the same side, you have, like, Dorit buying a new house. I'm like, don't you, like, owe employees money? <laughs> yeah. Didn't someone, like, chase, literally chase you around the pool the demanding Bahamas. that they get paid? Yeah. Didn't, like, didn't you and your husband purposefully shove gum in your mouth yeah. so you could avoid talking about the tax situation that you're yes. in? Like, it's almost as if, like, every time you watch these people, you're like, don't tell me about my fucking avocado toast. Like... <laughs> Look at yourselves. You guys are a mess. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's why and we said, watch, I just but... want to remind Juan that while I am not as wealthy, my credit is very good. And <laughs> I do not owe back taxes. And I she don't. is she is not engaged to her boyfriend right now. So, you know, wink, <laughs> wink. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not engaged to my boyfriend. I have my own property. I own my own property. <laughs> You're <laughs> a catch. You're a catch. I think, yeah, I think I'm a catch. I think I'm a catch. I could probably, I, 
you know, would I be as fun as Robin? I don't know, but I might um, be good. I might be good to those boys. I don't know. Layla, Just you like you, letting Juan you, know. You do improv. What more can a guy want? <laughs> so improv. I mean, at least maybe the kids might get some sort of like, yo, she's real corny, and they'd be right. They'd be right. Oh be my like, god, yeah, I am. I'm legitimately corny. Okay, so on this Robin topic, I have officially made a decision in my mind that I hope is a decision that I change, even though that makes it something not a decision, right? Anyways, I have decided after this episode, Robin depresses me. I have given her the benefit of the doubt. We've talked about it on this (laughs) podcast. I'm like, but I like her shade. I like her. She doesn't like add a ton, but... And I like her around. I like the way that she's straight man to Giselle being crazy. But Layla, I think she just, I mean, that purple wig, I think, is what did me in. And that side long ponytail. I was just like, and now with I these taxes. I did not mind the side long ponytail. Oh, but I will I say did. this. I will buy your argument in the sense that, like, Robin kind of reminds me of, like, you know when you graduate college and you have, like, your friends who are, like, Oh, okay. Like I, I graduated as a graphic. Like you know, I, I graduated in design, and so like I'm gonna be like a graphic designer. So I'm. This is what my job is gonna be like. Or you have other friends who are like, I'm gonna take the LSATs and I'm gonna go to law school or whatever, right? But then you have friends who are like, I think I want to be a truck driver for a couple of years, and then you're like, okay, and then you hang out with them like a week later, and they're like. I'm thinking about being a DJ. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> and then like later on in the evening, they're like, I'm starting a jewelry brand. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? And that's what Robin is to you. I find, I feel like that's what Robin is for yeah. me. Because like you, you go through her whole thing and she's like, oh yeah, I've been like flipping houses. She was going to like buy a truck for a little bit so that she could like, Plan like parties that. or something? No, no, no. I think her intention was that, like, when you rent a truck to deliver the materials to do the house flipping, uh-huh. it's like money out of your own pocket. So I think, entrepreneurially, I think she was thinking logically, right? Like, uh-huh. if I buy my own truck, then I can handle my own logistics. But it's also like, yeah, but then you're, like, doing an additional thing that takes you away from doing, yeah. like, the contract work and the project management that comes from, yeah, house like, flipping. like, flipping a house. So it's kind of like, I see your logic, but your logic is not sound. And so, so she was doing that, and then... Now she's making hats. And now she's, like, also making hats, like... Like, when they showed her doing the ad where her son was filming with the ring light like the ad for it that you'd probably put up on instagram i got like viscerally depressed i was just like oh uh, like i I just i don't know what it is but like i I know i think i saw it and it immediately made me think of like everyone i mean i don't know anyone personally but just because i used to work uh, on the corporate end but it's like Anytime I've ever met anyone that's like really embedded in like the MLM lifestyle mm-hmm. and like they're they like kind of get their kids into it, too. And it's like, you know, sometimes you like interview people and they're like, oh, my kids tell people about like the vitamins all the time. And I'm always like, oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like, don't make your children little sales people. Yeah, I don't know. 
And sometimes it's not their fault. Like, I think the kids are just like, they hear it all the time. And so they just sort of like, you know, like, it's like whatever, whatever they input is whatever they output. But it's sort of like, boy. It's like, this is mommy's 43rd mediocre venture. Yeah. It's just like, not the story that I want to be telling my children. (laughs) Listen, I admire her hustle. I do. I admire her hustle and like, sort of like, okay, I got my finger in all these pots, but it's kind of like, listen, you have people like Candy Burris and you have people like, and you have people like Bethany who are like, I'm doing 40 different things and they're all successful some of them are less successful than others but for the most part like I've got like two or three things that are doing really well and I feel like Robin is sort of like Robin what's the one thing that you're doing well like she flipped she literally flipped we saw her flip one house yeah it's 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 hard it's hard to watch like honestly I feel like we've given too much airtime to Robin This is pretty much the only air time I can give. But you know what? Like, she's she's a good person. I don't she's great. I don't I hate do, her. I do love Robin. I like I agree. I think she's like, is she is she the most fun housewife? No. But I do admire her like honesty and just like being real. She has some you know? she has some good traits, but there is something about her that depresses me. Um so you know, we get to Monique's live podcast show. And um, she's worried about her low ticket sales. I thought there was a fair number of people there. I don't know if... It looked like there was a good number of people there. Yeah. And but my- also, like, wow, what a spread. Like, I mean, it wasn't, like, exorbitant, but it still looked like... Probably spent, like, a good amount of money on, like, yeah. food and, like, goodie bags and drinks and, like... And, venue. you know, I kind of want to say, like... Monique, you shouldn't be spending that on a live podcast show. Nobody does that. <laughs> like, Also, and I don't know how they like organized it, but in my mind, I was like, yo, are people eating as she's recording the podcast on stage? Because that would sound so weird to me to like hear the background rustle of like, yeah, like uh, utensils on plates and like people like, I don't know. It's very, I mean, very bizarre. Microphones are sensitive and they're not. Right. sensitive but still i'm like i don't want to hear the background rustle of people like well also like i feel like i've been to a fair number of live podcast shows over the past several years and Have i've you never ever been fed no <laughs> no no you, you can have been given a goodie bag at a podcast no you have to Monique buy samuels. merch you like you know Monique samuels please Take note. Yeah, maybe you that then you won't give be in this debt. Stuff away. Yeah. yeah, you can't just give this stuff. Yeah. Away. Um. So here's one thing that I thought really quick is she was having a meeting with her team before the show, and to mm-hmm. me, I thought she told this one woman was like, "All right, let's let's talk about questions that you're going to field because she was mm-hmm. going to be like a moderator taking questions from the audience." And uh, to me, I heard Monique. She was like. Can we talk about what what if someone asked about Candace? Because there was obviously so much on social media at the time. And 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 Monique said, I will not talk about the physical arts location. I was like, okay. And then they like cut to the woman saying But I have to gently correct you and say that she did say that after she said, Well, they can ask me whatever they want. She did say they can ask me whatever they want. She said, but I will not talk about the physical altercation. So then, so then when that person who works for her, when I don't know if it was the first question actually asked or not, but the way the show was edited was such that 
the first question that we saw asked was, what's the status of your relationship with Candace? And Monique stared at that person who works for her with just a look of death. And I was like, does this woman hate Monique? Like, is she prepared to just be fired by Monique? Like, I thought Monique was going to kill her. And it just made me think about the status of her relationship with these people who work for her random weird business that we don't understand. Your thoughts? I I don't know. It seems like that woman has been with Monique for a really long time. Um, and I it's hard to say because I feel like since Monique wasn't clear, like I think there's a part of me where it's like, oh, okay, she's like she's like media savvy, but she's like not savvy enough to tell her employee to be like, no, you know what? Like if you see any questions like that, like I'm not going to answer them. Right. Because by saying, you know, they're going to ask what they're going to ask, I think gave this woman sort of like, okay well then I'm not uh, like I'm not fielding the questions or not not fielding the questions I'm not um, I'm not like pre-producing on the questions right because like you know just like anything else like when you call in to like watch what happens live or whatever there's always like a producer who's like okay well you're gonna ask this like messy question and we're not gonna let you right and sometimes like the callers will like lie right they're like oh I want to ask about like Luann's cabaret show yeah like, oh Luann like we heard that your kids are like suing you for money or whatever (laughs) right and you're like oh fuck right yeah and I yeah and I feel like in this case like this woman kind of I think she kind of did her dirty yeah I guess you're right I mean she did kind of do her dirty a little bit because she could have been like okay I'm not going to ask this question but because Monique said that they're that they can ask whatever they're going to ask it's like well you know what this makes me think more importantly actually Layla is Monique isn't that sharp because like all she needed to say was well, this is a subject of like, like, this is a legal matter now. I can't talk on it. Like, simple. Done. Except and, that, I, but we don't know if she knew that it was a legal matter at the time that the podcast was recorded. Oh, uh, I can't remember my timeline. I think it was. I mean, but this is the thing. That's a timeline that we see in the order of the yeah, show. Correct. But we don't know that that's actually the actual timeline. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's Like, we that's get possible. shown that Candace went and pressed charges, but we don't know if the recording happened before Candace pressed yeah, charges. Yeah, we don't know exactly. I actually disagree. I think watching Monique's behavior on Watch What Happens Live on stage, because, yes, like, she totally, like, you can tell she's, like, taken off guard because it's the literally the first question Mm -hmm. but her response is very like pray for us is all I'm gonna say you know what I mean like so you can tell that she's like she's not she's not like Ashley dumb like she's calculated but you know what she's not because you know what Monique are you fucking kidding me you have been going after Candace and again team no one but she has been her and her minions have been going after her on the blogs and on On Twitter Twitter. and so like you cannot expect that someone's gonna be like so how many times a day are you breastfeeding and said they're gonna be like no give us the tea on Candace like that's why everyone's there Monique like stop it with this nonsense you're on this show you even like faked it in the first episode at that dinner like fake fighting and then Candace is like fuck you and like Monique, like, she she wants to have both her and Candace want to be a victim 
and they want to like be an aggressor when they choose to be an aggressor. They both want mm. their cakes and they both want to eat them too. And I just think that they just both suck so much. Yeah. They really make me angry. Like how they're, how they just expect for us to give them sympathy. And we can talk, let's talk like at the end of the episode about Candace's side of things, but that's how I feel about Monique right now. It's like Monique. So Ashley tells her before the show starts, right? That she's like, well, that Karen, that Karen had suggested like, Hey, I, you know, if, if it were me, me, yeah, I'd take legal action. And, yeah. and Monique is like, what? And like, is totally thrown off. And Monique is like, oh, well, you know what? They all want to see me change, but none of them showed up for this. So they can't even see me change. And like, yeah, 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 I'm remorseful. It's like, Monique, stop it. You keep going after her. You keep going after each other online. Right. You, you're, you're just, how dare you expect our sympathy? And then you literally. Or honestly, like not even ours. I mean, more importantly, like the women, right? And I think like Robin and Wendy, I mean, yeah. she makes the phone calls and being like, hey, I want you to come to my like show. And everyone's like, nah, too soon, dude. Like we're all still like floored that you didn't feel remorse. And we're also just floored that it happened. And like, don't feel comfortable going. Like Ashley says yes. And Karen says yes. Even though day of Karen cancels. Right. And who's to and who's to say, like, maybe Karen was sick. But I think Robin and Wendy both make the good point of like, it's only been two weeks, dude. You can't be like, oh, yeah, come to my show and see how I've changed. It's like, how do, it doesn't how work would that, that way. And also, how would your live show about intimacy between couples who have children how is that going to show that you're remorseful against Candace, especially oh, I, when you won't answer questions about her? I think she actually changed the topic because when she was putting together the goodie bags, she didn't mention that it was about couples. She said that it was like the reformed me or the evolving oh. me or something like that. So I suspect that she probably changed the topic of it because Candace wasn't showing up. Mm, okay, right. I missed that. And like even on the dais, you didn't see any other couples. Like you just saw like Chris and a couple of other people. But they weren't, um, it didn't look like there were pairs. So on that, it's like I'm, I'm sure she probably changed the. Um, I still am on like Robin and Wendy are right. And I just like Monique. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, like those women were like, I have to say that like I think of everyone's answer when Candace was like making the phone calls to invite the women. I think Wendy was like the most real, right? She's like, OK, well, thanks for inviting me. But like, I got to tell you, the last time we talked, you were still like not really remorseful and I, I'm uncomfortable to show up and give you props when like you're still on punishment mode, right? Like, I mean, we mm-hmm. talked about this last week, right? With um with Ashley's family. It's like, where's Michael? Like he still deserves to be kind of like punished for his actions. And um and I think Wendy in this case, in not so many words, is kind of like, no, I can't I can't in good conscience go and support your thing when you're still like in a corner yeah, thinking about is. what you've done. Right? And and you know what? Also though, like Monique barely can admit that she has remorse. She's like, 
Well, uh, like she can, it barely squeaks out of her mouth to Ashley where she's like, well, I mean, uh, of course I'm remorseful, you know, but she can't just come out and say it. And I am just so irritated with her. Like I am maybe projecting all my anger onto Monique and Candace right now instead of the stupid election that we're having in a few days, (laughs) perhaps, but it's way more fun. Um, Yeah. I think for, I think if anything, it's just frustrating because I think, you know, I mean, I'm going to put it this way. I don't know if other people think this, but I certainly think this. And a part of me is like, is Candace remorseful because of her actions or is Candace remorseful because now the girl. Wait, Monique or Candace? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I always like fuck up their names. It makes me feel (laughs) terrible. Is it that Monique feels genuine remorse for the actions that she took on Candace or is it that Monique feels remorseful because now she's iced out from the other women and it means that she's going to get less airtime on the show? I think it I think it's definitely part that but I also think I I do believe that she is wondering a little bit like I think most of it's for show but I do think a part of her is wondering why was I triggered so much into acting that way on camera in front of everyone I mean she will justify it forever in her head but but I think mostly it's hard for her to actually like come to terms with the fact that it's like okay well it's probably like 5% Candace and like 95% literally everything else that is going on in your life and your backstory and 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 right it's just like Candace is a good sort of like scapegoat for yeah yeah all the other stuff that she's having to deal with right Mm -hmm. um but you know what Monique Shame on you. Shame on you. Oh, also, one last thing. She gave Robin and Karen and Wendy one day notice. You cannot give busy... You can't give anyone one day notice, let alone, like, busy parents or, like, whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, Karen does, Karen's kids aren't at home, but it doesn't matter. Like, the point is she gave one day notice and, like, no, Monique, Jesus. Like, Yeah, I think she was probably just afraid to call them, and I think that's why it was, like, easier for her to call when, like, her, like, family friend was there, you know, like, for... Yeah, but still, it's like, she just doesn't do herself any favors, and I'm really angry that she thinks that she's entitled to our sympathy. Um, Yeah. Well, right. I mean, I think that's the thing, right? Like, even in her confessional, she's like, oh, these girls want to watch me. You know, they they say they want to see me grow. But when I'm inviting them to come see me grow, they, like, don't want to show up. And it's like, no, it's because they know that there's still work to be done. Like, it's not just like, oh, okay, you had, like, two weeks to cool off and now let's go to your podcast. Yeah. Because you're now, like, a changed woman. Like, you saw your pastor for a couple of hours and now you're, like, renewed, you know? By the way, in terms of timeline, she did know that she had legal troubles. She did know that she filed the charges because Ashley told her, Karen said that she told her to file charges. I think that the I think that the criminal charges were filed before she taped this live podcast because Ashley dropping that bomb meant that she knew, you know? So I think that she definitely knew and all she had to say oh, to that person be. was... It could be, although it's not fully clear, right? Because Ashley just said, like, you know, Karen said... I think it's likely. That, I think it's likely. It could but. be. But my suspicion is that even with, like, Chris being, like, you know, kind of high profile, that if if it was already, like, uh, if it was already that the, that the charges were already, um, what, like, submitted? I don't know what the correct wording. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, uh, like, filed. if the complaint was, like, 
filed. Yeah, and, yeah. I would have imagined that like her lawyers would have been like, okay, no, you can't like field any of those questions. And she would have just been like, okay, well, I don't, I can't answer any of those yeah. things. Yeah. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I think she would have been clearer with her employee instead of saying, well, like they can ask me anything. I think they'd be like, okay, well, I can't take any Candace questions. You know, I just think it's funny to think about whether her employees hate her or not. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I mean, listen, if she's, if she's like in the hole, who knows if they're even getting paid. Yeah, time. that's what I so, wonder. I mean, you know? you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, it I could wonder. be that it's like, you know what? Like, I work for you, but also like, I haven't seen a fucking paycheck. In right. Was this a, was this a microaggression, if you will? Um, it could be. I mean, because here's the thing. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, like, this is all like allegedly, allegedly, right? But like, if they're, you know, if if she lost money on the whole thing, you know, you go to this you go to this podcast recording and all of a sudden you're like, oh, OK, well, all these people who like barely paid to get in are getting wined and dined and I'm still waiting for like three invoices worth of payment. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I might be like, OK, well, I don't give like, yeah, you weren't clear about what questions I'm not supposed to ask. So. So hmm. I'm going to put a pin in that, as Rachel Maddow says, and uh, we'll follow up and see one day if there's anything on reddit or online about our employees yeah i would love to see um so then karen and ray are at the life coach and i mean it's just more of the same i really yeah. don't want to talk yeah. about it i don't it. have more to say here other than like what we've said a gajillion yeah. times before ray feels super emasculated about karen saving his ass and now he's like butthurt and like doesn't know how to be like a big boy ray and he says yeah. terrible things like uh you were always the housewife and you took care of the kids and whatever and now all of a sudden i'm not being taken it's just like same 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 that storyline is going nowhere let's move on <laughs> um, i know i think it's just like frustrating because like literally everything with ray is just like okay boomer like yeah, this is the, you know, it's just like, oh, this is the problem with like every man of that age. Right? Ugh, it's just stupid. Anyway, so um, so then Wendy is she oddly like, well, she gives her kids a dropper of breast milk. Like, OK, I don't know. Maybe moms do that and they think it's fun. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, she, are you kidding? People eat like placenta and shit. This is like uh, whatever. It's not what I would do, but also <laughs> I don't want to have kids. So like what the fuck? <laughs> we have no right to say anything. We are very unqualified to talk about like ninety percent of this show. Because- I'm unqualified. Here's the thing: if and I suspect that if I did have kids, like with the way that I treat my rabbit, I probably would be like baby bird feeding my children. Like <laughs> you'd be the Alicia you know I mean? Silverstone. <laughs> She used to feed her. I think she used to like chew her food up for her kid and feed it. I think that was an Alicia Silverstone thing. I might be incorrect. I'm just spreading rumors at this point. But I do have to say that what I love about Wendy's family, and I would be very happy to see like a Wendy's family spinoff show, is just like the way that Wendy like dances with her kids, right? It's like, oh, (laughs) like it's just really fun to see Wendy being like, you drink mommy's milk, mommy's milk. And she's just like, <laughs> dancing around it's just enjoyable I, to watch. I think I think that Wendy would be more suited to her own show than being on this show while I like that certain franchises are getting elevated a little bit maybe uh I don't know why I said certain franchises this the only one but um, yeah I, I don't know uh she invites she invites Giselle to wine with Wendy it's about the 2020 
election and the power of the black women's vote. She invites Candace and mm-hmm. Candace starts Candace. Monique. Oh, right. And not Monique. And Candace starts bitching about Monique, blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't know what to do about Karen taking middle ground, which sets up what we'll talk about later. And then um, oh, Giselle and Jamal, she's dropping them off at the airport. And they just talk about how she said that she didn't want to lose her individuality and them being like a couple. And she's like, but you don't seem ready. He's like, I'm just waiting for you, baby, pretty much. And it's just like, oh, Jamal, you just are such a creep. Like, you just know that he's like, I'm in. I've been waiting for you. And all I have to say is like, you are such a freaking fraud. Like, get out of our faces. <laughs> I, yeah, I hate to say it, but yeah, I think you're right. Jamal is like one of those dudes who's just like, he's such a smooth talker that I'm like, oh, <sighs> damn, you're slick as fuck. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He's just like sitting there and he's like all quiet and Giselle's being like, cute Giselle and, you know, like, mm-hmm. I miss you and like, this is, you know, like, whatever. And then Jamal's just like, yeah, well, I've just been waiting for you to tell me that <sighs> you missed me for all this time. <sighs> you know, and it's just like, I don't know, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like it's like oh my god has this guy like read like that like dating rules book you I know, know what I mean like seriously like, I expect him at any minute to just like neg Giselle and Giselle's yeah. like Jamali it's like you wear stupid clothes <laughs> She's like, Jamali, Jamali. And you're like, no, Giselle, don't do it. I mean, it's just, it's really, it sucks. Giselle, I'm not loving this season. It's the first time I have not loved her. And like, I just, I also, the way I hate seeing Karen vulnerable, I hate seeing Giselle be an idiot. Like, Karen's not being an idiot. She's just being very vulnerable and is going through a hard time time. in her 25-year relationship with her husband. Giselle is going back to Cheater, Cheater, Pumpkin Eater. He has so many baby mamas and and professes to be a man of faith, which makes it just worse, you know? Like, and, and I'm just like... It's just, it makes, just makes me lose so much respect for Giselle. Like, all her takedowns of everyone, they all have just lost teeth to me. Yeah, it's kind of sad because, like, watching Giselle in, like, her, um, in her scenes with Jamal, to me, is kind of like when you, when you have, like, a really good girlfriend that you know is, like, strong and capable and just, like, whatever, and they're just, like, with a shitty dude, and you're just, like, you know, it sucks because, like, really, all of your anger and frustration should be on the guy yeah but like just everything gets like mixed up in your brain and you're like yeah. i hate you like yeah. i hate you for allowing yourself to do yes. this to yourself you know what i mean that is um, such a good good way to describe how we're feeling about Giselle. It's so fr- it's so frustrating because it's like i should i should hate jamal and i do but there's a part of me that's like no Giselle, like no because you deserve better and you're like great and you're smart and you're funny and you could have literally anybody but you're just like you're going for this dude who just like I just don't think he's that much and and also like it's just it makes her uh bitchiness towards the other women less tolerable to me before it was like fun because she's just like strong woman and she knows but then it's like it's like throwing stones in a glass house or something you know it's like well then look at your own shit woman like you can't berate other people for 
everything in their lives, which is what Giselle does. I just think that she's so funny when she does it. So I'm like, yeah, bring it on. It's like funny and fun to watch. And she's right a lot of the times. Mm. But then to see her, like, take it from this guy, like, Giselle, get the fuck out of here. I know. I know. Yeah, this whole scene was, like, hard for me to watch because it's, like, he's so black and white and she's so technicolor that I'm, like, I want Mm. her to see, I want to see her with someone who's, like, equally bubbly and sort of fun and, Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? And not someone who just, like, I just feel like he, like, owns her. He drags her down a little bit. Yeah, he drags her down and he, like, owns her. It's like a very submissive thing. It's the only time we see her tone herself down. It's like, that's not you. I I don't think, in that scene, she didn't seem toned down to me. Like, I I think she was still behaving like she would normally behave. Um, I think she just takes shit from him. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, it seems like instead of Giselle at like 10, she's like Giselle at 8. Which is still like, that doesn't seem right. Like, I want to be, like, you should be on 10 Mm -hmm. all the time because I think that's where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, So then, uh, I don't have anything to say about Robin and Juan Bowling. He gets permission from her parents when she goes to the bathroom that he's going to propose to her. And Robin tells her parents about the taxes. And it's just, it's a boring Robin storyline. Boring, 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 boring. Like, yeah, there's not, there's not much to unpack there. It's just, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. So So let's go to wine with Wendy's event. Wine with Wendy. Mm -hmm. And this is the pinnacle of the episode. And this time I noticed it because I know that you're the one that took typically notices it. What? What did you think about oh. Candace's feather shoes? <laughs> you know what? They're more tolerable to me than the, uh, what are those called? The gladiator sandals, which I think uh-huh. that she's a fan of. Uh-huh. Um, they were a choice. <laughs> I, I mean, they're ridiculous. We have seen Candace make some footwear choices that seem like, because I, I think these feather shoes like made me recoil back and remember <laughs> the denim yeah. thigh high boots. Yeah. And I was like, does Candace just have like a closet full of like insane shoes? Yeah. shoes? I mean, they're not, they're not. Um, here's the thing. I, I don't, to- I don't take them seriously. I don't take Candace's clothes seriously. So like, oh, I, see. I okay. can't even say if like I hate it or not. I mean, the denim and diamonds outfit, I was like, oh, like horrified by and had nightmares about, but like, <laughs> yeah, but, but like she, she, dresses so over the top in a way that not like Giselle like Giselle we can still rightfully be angry about her like fashion choices although I did like the jacket she was wearing in the car when she's talking to Jamal oh I actually don't remember it it it's just like a very plain well I guess it's not plain but it was like one of those like satin baseball bomber jackets oh okay I don't remember it but yeah yeah with Candace Candace goes for these loud looks with insane poofs and stuff and it's like I get like I just don't take it seriously I think that she she doesn't wear costumes a la Erica Jane and the Beverly Hills women yeah. um, but she is just 
she's in a Potomac costume, I guess. I don't know. Like, she's just, I don't like it. I don't like any of it. I think, like. I wonder if maybe what you're looking for is the fact that, like, because I, because now that you talk about it, it kind of makes me think, yeah, that's true. It's like Candace is, like, in pageant wear. Oh, my God. Yes. She's, she's, like, in a, yes. She's in, but it's, like, beyond pageant. It's, like. Yeah, it's not, like, Cameron. Like it's not like Dallas gowns. pageant wear. It's not like gowns. But right. It's like, it's like she's constantly thinking like, what's going to be show stopping on yeah. stage? You know what? Like, she's like, like, it's like she's, well, it's like she's uh, going to perform uh, at Vegas and she has to wear show numbers or like, you know, she, she wants to be like a raquette or something. <laughs> like She's like a, she's a. She's a show person. Yeah. And that is, um, to wear that when you're not actually on a stage performing a show is so weird. (laughs) I mean, because it's not fashionable at all. It's not attractive. I mean, I don't want to use the word attractive. It's irrelevant if it's attractive. It's just, it's nothing like sexy about it there's nothing like avant-garde about it there's nothing fashion forward about it there's nothing urban about it there's nothing classic about it like I'm trying to think of all these ways that we define fashion and that's not to say that you can't create your own fashion like I'm all for that but she ain't doing that either (laughs) like you know like her choices are just strange but I'm so glad you asked that question because I I haven't even really thought about it until now and I realized this from now on I'm just gonna look forward to rather than get like almost angry by (laughs) what she puts on like what number are we getting now not in a fun way of like a Doree or Erica Jane though but in a different way right yeah I just thought it was funny because like in my in my mind I was like wow you like like this this is such like a serious event I don't yes. know in my mind I was like this is such a serious event and like you glammed it up which is like okay granted you're all on camera you have to glam it right. up but it's like look around the room like I mean granted like she had the like a little blazer top but the mm-hmm. sh- <laughs> But the shoes just seemed so glam that I was like, yeah, this is not the place for that. Right. It's almost as if not at all. It seems kind of silly. But like, I think I took it like as if she came like super glam to like mass or something. Right. And you're like, that's not the way you dress for church. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She she doesn't read the room properly. I I, I don't know. It was yeah. And and also that's where we get Robin's hair with the purple wig. Okay. And- Robin came up show like Robin showed up to this place as if she was like straight up like like Carol going to like a PTA meeting in like some sort of suburban town, right? Wait, like, but 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 like who got a fun wig to like be kooky and crazy even though she's not at all? Oh, I don't think the wig was supposed to be kooky and crazy. I think she was doing the wig because she wanted to do a more serious look and it just like oh. failed. I mean, all the other women were like, uh, don't ever wear that wig again. <laughs> I I think I think that was I think that was Robin's I think Robin's intention was to look like serious and business like and to kind of like do this like hair number that was a little more like conservative and it just it didn't work. No, and what I laughed at so hard is when Candace said, "Are are you hiding from the IRS?" <laughs> 
That was yeah. the funniest line ever. Like, if you, like, I think that Robin knows she's, let's say, let me put this in quotes, quote, making statements with their wigs. I don't think that she was like, okay, now I'm not going to have a Jim Yura look. She knows that it's going to be talked about. She may have been going for a more conservative thing, but she mistakenly thought that they'd be like, holy crap, wow, you belong at a conversation about politics in the 2020 election but like but like they were oh my god their commentary about it was so much fun but candace won for me like are you hiding from the irs (laughs) um yeah you know they go like into gossip and then candace confronts Karen on the side. Candace says just she's coddled Monique and has chosen a side. And Karen says no. And Karen says, like, you're brilliant, which is like, really, Karen? Mm, I don't think Candace is brilliant. But um, Karen says that she coddled Candace a year ago. And then, you know, Karen, I, I agree with Karen. She's just like, look, I can be a big sister or an auntie to you, but like, you cannot tell me what to think. And Candace is as annoying as Monique because Candace is saying, you cannot support Monique at all. I was attacked. I was attacked. I'm a victim. And it's like, Candace, shut up with you saying I had no choice but to file criminal charges. Like, yes, you did. I think this is why I thought that what Karen said was like actually pretty relevant because, you know, I mean, and you kind of like mocked it and I, I don't think you're necessarily wrong. I mean, I... I do I think Candace is like brilliant I mean I don't think she's dumb like she's clearly like not a dumb person but you know Karen in in like a few words was like listen you're like smart with your words but that shit gets you in trouble too because you say shit to people and it sets them off like you and and it seems like Karen was kind of like I was there for you last year when you were popping off and getting yourself in trouble because you were running your mouth and I was there for you just like I'm gonna be there for Monique like even though she like made a really bad judgment call just like you've made really bad judgment calls it's hard right I like I kind of (laughs) it's so sad I feel really bad for Karen this season because it's like this woman has like to deal with like Ray and now she also has to like you know sort of be like King Solomon between these like two bratty women right like because you know Monique is gonna come back to her and be like why did you tell Candace to like press charges and Candace is over here being like you have to be team 100 Candace because I did not deserve to get smacked and I have to say that despite the fact that Wendy was like uh like a highlight for me this episode I really hated the last few minutes of Wendy kind of coming into this and being like hey it's me Wendy like I'm here to tell you the reasons why I think you should also be team Candace because I kind of want her to be like I need for you to pump the brakes a little bit yeah I I want you to do the wine with Wendy. I want to see you with your family. I kind of don't want to see you ride this Candace versus Monique drama so hard because all the other women have like some sort of investment in it, right? Like, The women have seen Monique's like violent intentions that weren't played out and now they finally saw it played out. But a lot of the women have also seen like Candace's like vile, horrendous tweet storms and the way that she's kind of like tried to instigate fights verbally with the women, right? So they're like invested in like these two women. They have seen their behaviors before. Um, And Wendy hasn't. And that's why like a part of me is like, okay, you saw this one event, you heard these things like... 
I I would love for Wendy to be a little more, I want to say impartial, but I'm sure it's got to be really hard because she like witnessed the fight and saw can't and saw Monique run around the barn and like proclaim that she was going to kill Candace. But I think I kind of want Wendy to like not ride her opinion so hard. I just, you know what I mean? all I wanted to say to Wendy was you don't even go here. <laughs> Like, just stay out of this. This is what I, but my problem with Wendy this entire season is there's so many, there's like so many, but there are many facets of Wendy that I really like. But like, she doesn't have a relationship with these women. She, I personally think barely knew Candace before she came on the show. And they were acquaintances. And so it's not like she's ride or die with Candace. And, Mm. I just think, Wendy, you don't even go here. Just, like, wait until you have a real relationship with these women and just kind of, like, have convos about it, like, off to the side, like, in a more, like, just a gossipy way or, like, in a, you know, like, not, don't get right into the center of it because you don't belong. And and, and it's just, it's it's not, yeah. it's not I mean, organic. I- Yeah, I think I think for me, it's like, yeah, it's I I agree with you. But just on the on the side of the fact that like she doesn't have the historical context that the other women do. Correct. So it's like, yeah, she belongs. I mean, she's there. She's on the show. She should have her opinions. But I feel like in this particular case, continue to be team nobody. But I think historical context between these two women is very, very important. Mm -hmm. I agree. Wendy doesn't have that historical context. So I kind of want her to be like okay I voiced my opinion I don't think that what Monique did was right and I'm gonna leave it at that right like I I would really just appreciate that um from Wendy's camp I agree I agree yeah so that was the episode we'll be back next week it's probably gonna be post-election day lord knows what'll happen I hope I I really hope that I won't be in a a mood (laughs) you know (laughs) Let's like uh, all get out there and vote and 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 be safe after uh, November 3rd. I'm really scared for what's going to happen. But anyways, um, we still got housewives and um, hope for the best, expect the worst kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.